Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. Happy beginning of a new week. I didn't record on Labor Day um, around our house. It was a mad rush, right? So got back from a trip, and it was all putting stuff away and prepping for the week, you know, kind of the, uh, the standard week prep on top of putting everything away. So even today, I'm still getting stuff sorted, right? So um, no podcast yesterday. So you get a special, you get a special Tuesday edition. I have a question for folks out there and something that makes me ponder, and it's made me ponder quite a bit recently. And that is, it is quite easy for me to record a podcast and share and kind of open up and let leash all of my emotions when I'm angry or upset, right? Like those two emotions, especially for podcasting, it's quite easy, right? And I feel like it um, it's easier for me to have, have those types of podcast conversations than the sheer opposite, right? Like when I'm just happy, right? Like when I'm content, right? So not like overjoyed, right? Like not like anything amazing has happened, but content, like that deep seated, everything's kind of just okay. It's okay in the world, right? Like I'm, I'm doing okay. And so while I was out for a run today, I was thinking about podcast topics and what I wanted to cover kind of next and what I'm working on and those types of things. And I realized that the podcast become a lot less personal when good feelings are involved, right? Because hard feelings, for whatever reason, are easier for me to convey. And so I figured I'm going to push myself a little bit outside of my normal bounds today and record a podcast where I'm content, I'm happy, right? I'm not fighting with anybody at work. (laughs) Um, Things with the family are great, had a magnificent visit with my father, um, which isn't always the case, not necessarily because of him, but, you know, things are just, it's, it's, it's family. (laughs) Family can just be hard. And, um, you know, we saw my husband's folks and, and my dad and it, and it was great. And so while we were driving back, you know, we had this long drive and we're driving through Arizona and we're watching the clouds rolling and double rainbows. And um, I'm just watching, by the way, a squirrel is going into my neighbor's car. I wonder if I should tell him. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Get real here. Yeah. So this, these storms, right? It's like just torrential rain and, and the most beautiful sunsets. And I thought about how, you know, when we travel and we go somewhere like Hawaii or Costa Rica or Japan, you aim and look for those types of experiences because you're somewhere that in general, you're probably not going to be again. And so, you know, you go out and you watch the sunset. Well, at my husband's folks place, you know, we're just hanging out on the back porch, you know, the kids in the pool and the sun is going down. It's just magnificent. And there isn't anything amazing about the evening other than we all hung out together, just watching the sun go down. Right. We didn't talk about it. Right. We didn't, We didn't plan it, but it was magical, right? And it was magical in a way that things, when they're 
unplanned and they just kind of pop up are, right? And I know all of you have had kind of experiences like that. So we're driving home, we're driving through this this um, storm. And, and I am getting to my question, by the way. <laughs> I start off with a question, then don't even ask what the question is. That would, that would be typical for me. And I'm just thinking about how lucky we are, right? That we're all happy, we're all healthy, we're all, you know, experiencing something magical together. And it's completely unplanned. And to some degree, you know, not like um, life altering, right? Like not like we got on a plane and traveled to New Zealand or, you know, something like that, right? Just just the, you know, went to go visit the folks and, and it's just magical. And so I started to journal about the trip and what felt peaceful and what felt centered for me. And so my question for you is this, we often journal, we often um, uh, reflect when things are horrible, of course, right? Because you're trying to get out of a horrible spot. Or the other side is when it's like, you know, you are, you know, in a rooftop tent in the Himalayas, right? It's, it's those things where we put a lot of energy. And so my question for you is the listeners, which by the way, I kind of feel like I need like, like a listener name, right? Like, um, folks seems odd. (laughs) I don't know. I need like a listener name, right? Um, gaggle. No flock. No. Oh God. No pod. (laughs) The pod of the podcast. Actually, I kind of like it. Um, so you, as as my pod, what do you do when it's just a contented, not good, not bad? Maybe there's aspects of it that are are quite stunning, and aspects that are just kind of there. Um, do you take the time to reflect in those moments as well? And if so, how do you do it? Right? Like, do you journal? Do you um, just kind of think about it? Do you do like a gratitude journal, right? Like, oh, I'm really grateful for these things. Um, How how do you approach those things? So my inner self is telling me that that those moments for me are more than the moments of anguish and fury and frustration and all the other harsh emotions, right? Those emotions of, (sighs) you know, that deep sigh, where you're just kind of like this, this is, we, we just are, and it's good. Those moments, I feel like for me anyways, they make up the large portion of my life. Um, and intermixed with like over the top joy and, you know, anger and frustration, like all the other things. But, but if you looked at like the mass of it, it's, it's those heavy sigh moments. And I wish I had a good name for them. Maybe, maybe I'll call them heavy sigh moments because they truly are like, you put your feet up after a long day and it's like, Ah, right? Like those are the moments, (laughs) my heavy side moments. So I've started journaling them. And there is one aspect of my heavy side moments that stand out to me. And so if you don't journal those types of moments, my request for you is maybe try. And the reason I'm going to suggest trying 
is because you can kind of see a bit of a rhythm and you can also see where those moments kind of pop their heads up more frequently. And for me, it's really around my family and not like my dad and and kind of extended family, not, not that necessarily, but when I say family, I mean my husband and my kid. And granted, I spend 99% of my time with them. So of course, you know, the majority of my moments are going to be like that. But those moments aren't like while I'm by myself. I use my self-time, I think, for a lot of um, deep thought, introspection, those types of things. And those in general are hard, right? Like those are things that are, are not comfortable normally. And where I have comfort and where I truly feel at peace is uh, with my family. And so with that realization, I was like, you know, like these are the moments that mean the most, right? Like when my kid leaves for college, she is not going to think of you know, the time that we went into some random gas station in, let's see, what was the name? Lordsburg, <laughs> right? Some podunk town. Um, I don't even think it was a town. Like, you know, it was a gas station on the outskirts, right? Um, but they had been invaded by crickets and, you know, like these big locusty looking things. And we just had this great time looking at all the bugs. You know, it was dark out, the lights were on, bugs were flying around, bugs were hunkered down. You know, some bugs were dead. and I know she probably will not remember even the trip, right? Um, But that moment I journaled about because for me anyways, it was special. And so I'm kind of hoping that long-term I can get her into kind of doing these nightly journals as well, just so that she has something to go back and look upon, right? Like I am a journaler, right? I've always been a journaler. And as a matter of fact, you know, I can go back and read journals from, oh, good gracious. I probably started daily journaling when I was like, trying to think seventh grade. Seventh grade. It's like, good gracious. (laughs) And of course, looking back on, you know, all of like junior high and high school, um, to see the person that I am now versus the person that I was then, right? The person that I was then, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt, I, I knew everything there was to know about the universe. And I feel like the longer I have lived, the more I have figured out that I will never know. I will never know enough. I will never know enough. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's just age. <laughs> so my challenge for you is that this this week is to um, take an average day. Take an average day. Maybe maybe your average day has more downs than ups. Maybe your average day is just boring. <laughs> It's just, you're like, I don't even know what to journal about, right? Because it's so boring. Um, But I'm going to suggest just taking that really average day and begin to write about it and see what comes up for you. So um, my pod, I am thinking of each and every single one of you and I'm shuffling my animal spirit guidebook deck and I'm thinking about contentment. Not boring days, right? The the contented days. Maybe it's when you come home from work and you and you take that first bite of dinner and it's like oh. for me, anyways. It's normally when I get in my pajamas. 
I get in my pajamas, I sit down and literally I just feel stuff wash away. I just like, I don't have to deal with anything else. I, I just don't. It's done. Everything is done. So, all right, my dear pod. So I've shuffled. I've now opened. And interestingly, the card that I have drawn is the lion, which is fire. Now, what's interesting about that is that for those of you that have listened for a while, you know that when Yoga Girl Rachel did my astrology reading, that I'm all fire. Right? I'm all fire all the time. <laughs> which, of course, you know, she was like, yeah, everybody's got like something major in them. Uh, she was like, I've really never seen fire like this. I am fire. So here you go. The tiger hunts at night at one with the silence, fearing nothing. This card reminds us to take in the wild darkness, to allow the lunar forces to soothe and heal our spirits. Sensuality. I'm sorry. I, I was looking out the window again. This ch- This squirrel is like literally living in my uh, neighbor's car. I'm, I'm sorry. To soothe and heal our spirits, sensuality, receptivity, and devotion are all heightened in the midnight hour. And the tiger takes advantage of these booms, boons. Spend some time in silence this evening. Drink in the potent calm. There is nothing to fear in the stillness except the awakening of your own power. When in balance, passionate, strong, and sensual. When out of balance, overstimulated. To bring into balance, oh, I ca- this is a weird, I've never even seen before. It's tra-ta-ka, tra-ta-ka, which is candle gazing. I didn't even know that was a word. Now I'm going to have to go look this word up. Um, So the interesting thing about that is, you know, I've actually done fire meditations, right? Where you, where I sit and I just look at flames and you just, you get lost in flames, you know, when we're camping, right? We just, we'll sit there for hours, just gazing at the flames dancing about. Um, And so there's clearly a word for that, uh, that I had, I had absolutely no idea about. So there you go. Um, Release the inner tiger my pod and, um, really try, try being there, try being there in the contentment. Don't look for more than there is and kind of accept what's there and, uh, and see where it leads you. So thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the flip side.